welcome to the Gillet and Brims podcast. My name is Nat Gillett and this is episode number 38. Uh, we're going to do another question today where first you hear from me and then you hear from Andrew's answer, which is recorded separately from me um, and which I haven't listened to yet. So hopefully um, you'll enjoy today's podcast. Um, but just before that, I'm going to just say sorry that we aren't producing these podcasts as regular as we used to. Um, since I moved to the coast, it's been more difficult to record them with Andrew. So the aim is still to continue to produce them, but just a little bit less regularly than we used to. So I hope that's OK. Anyway, today the question is, this is our question that we're both going to answer separately. The question is, if someone said to me, teach me to pray, what would I say? I'm sure you have too, but I've come across so many people who want to pray better or who want to begin praying at all. Um, and it's a really real issue for many. Um, and perhaps it's an issue for all of us, really, aren't we? None of us have arrived. Many of us are just fumbling at this, really, including me, obviously. So we're all, it's a question, really, is important for all of us. Of course, there are lots of prayers and ways of praying and examples of prayers in the Bible. And, and there's much to look at and learn from. And of course, Jesus' disciples asked this very question teach us to pray in Luke chapter 11 and Jesus answers to give them the Lord's Prayer which is brilliant of course absolutely amazing um, so you might be saying why don't we just turn to that but unfortunately most of us are so familiar with that prayer that we struggle sometimes to hear the power of it anymore um, of course if you aren't familiar with it I'd really recommend you go and read it in Luke uh, chapter 11 but the question is what would I say to someone who asked me to teach them how to pray now I'm assuming that we're not really talking here about kind of making emergency prayers or quick little prayers as we drive along in the car. I'm, I'm assuming, and maybe wrongly, but the question is, how do I develop a prayer life that happens most days and is enjoyable and useful? Is that OK if we make that assumption? I mean, you don't need me to tell you how to make quick emergency prayers, do you? I mean, just do whatever you feel like. So how do we build a prayer life? Um, just before that, if you're going to learn how to pray, I think you also need to learn when not to pray. Um, we can get ourselves into all sorts of issues if we imagine that prayer is a sort of one-stop answer to every feeling and problem we face in life, which unfortunately could lead to disappointment and disillusionment. Um, what I mean, uh, for example, you might be feeling down or confused or be feeling really tempted by something, and it could be that the prayer isn't what you need, actually. Um, I've got a little acrostic, is that what it's called, an acronym, or acrostic, um, which I use, which is HALT. And it stands for hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. And I might add an S on the end of that, make it HALTS. Obviously it spells the word HALT. I might add an S and make it HALTS to add stress in there as well. But basically, if you're any one of those things, hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, or stressed, you're going to feel a little bit off you're going to be more susceptible to temptation or strange thought patterns or odd things coming into your head so rather than praying about those things i'd suggest perhaps you go and you go and eat something you go and deal with that issue you're hungry or you forgive someone if you're angry or you, you arrange to meet up with someone or give someone a phone call if you're lonely or um or just go and have a lay down if you're tired you know if you're stressed go for, go for a walk or just spend some time away from from what's stressing out if it's possible so assuming you've done some of those things here's what i would say Firstly, practically, I'd say aim for five to ten minutes each day. 
no longer, no shorter to begin with. Just find a, a quiet spot where you aren't going to be bothered by other people knocking on the door or going to be wandering past, looking at you through the window, making you feel a bit odd about yourself. So find somewhere quiet for five to ten minutes. So you've gone into your room and you've closed the door, let's say. And next, it could be useful to have a notebook and a pen handy. Um, this is just some practical stuff because you'll find as soon as you sit down and be quiet, lots of stuff will come to your mind, like people you need to contact that day or work that needs doing. And you don't want to forget those things. You, know, you don't want prayer to be this place where you forget get stuff um so just write that make a note of that down there um and you can deal with it you know when you finish praying next i'd say sit down obviously um or kneel i say obviously some people like to stand so do what you want i guess but for me i find sitting down helpful i find kneeling really helpful and i don't know if incredibly helpful actually I, i find it just sort of really focuses my mind so i don't know if you've tried kneeling ever or for a while if you haven't i'd give that a go next practically i i guess you'll have a bible handy too and if you've got that great so so you're there so you imagine you there sitting or kneeling or standing in a room uh, you're giving yourself five ten minutes you've got a bible you've got a notepad and pen on the side now the first thing you need to get into your brain i think is this that jesus wants to spend time with you he is taking the initiative towards you today. He has desire for you. He cares for you and he wants to meet with you and help you to pray. The scripture says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. More than you want to meet with him, he wants to meet with you. We're not twisting God's arm. This is something he wants to do. OK, so that's that's our starting point. Jesus wants to meet with us. And that's really important that we get that, get that down on the inside of us. The next thing I'd uh, do is ask Jesus to help me. Literally, the first thing I might say is, Lord, please help me. Give me your spirit to help me to pray. You know, this isn't just some sort of emotional exercise. This is a spiritual encounter, really. This is something we need Jesus's help on. And it's good to ask him. Um, At this point, it might just be worth saying that, probably obvious, but there'll be times when you don't feel like praying. Um, And it's perfectly normal. And you can you can work through that in a number of ways. But one way I find helpful is just is to try and turn all my negative and bored or confused feelings into prayers themselves. For example, Lord, I really don't feel like praying today or God, I feel confused. Where are you? I want to draw near to you, but I can't seem to find you. Can you see how you sort of turn your lack of desire or odd feelings about prayer, whatever it is you're feeling at that moment, turn that into prayer? And I think with prayer, it gets easier as you get the ball rolling. As you speak more, more words come. And as you process your feelings, more feelings come. So be honest. If you need a bit of the Bible to get the ball rolling even, you know, just just pick one of the Psalms. They're great. Just just read a few verses of that and get, get your tongue moving, get, your, get, get the ball rolling. I think some people obviously like to pray quietly. And we're going to come on to that in a moment. But I would really encourage you to open your mouth and actually say the words out loud as well. You know, there are different ways to pray. And it makes sense that perhaps different situations are going to require different methods. If I'm asking God to help me at work today, perhaps a short prayer will do. But if I'm praying about something quite serious, like an illness or something for myself or someone else, it makes sense that maybe that's going to require some more work, some harder work than just praying about your day that you'd have a nice day at work you know because illness is a bigger deal than my work day both emotionally but also spiritually too and the power needed to see any level of breakthrough in that situation probably won't just happen straight away with one prayer so pray in a way that's appropriate for what you're praying for and I, I, I know people don't mean to do this but I think sometimes some of the problems people they say say one quick prayer about a huge issue and nothing much happens and they get disillusioned by prayer. And I think the reality is that prayer is is, is one of the reasons it's not popular with us as humans is because it's not. We're so sort of tuned to have 
instant gratification, um, and that and prayer isn't isn't like that, unfortunately. Um, and I think it's good that it's not like that actually, because it draws us draws us out and and, and grows us. Um, but finally, I'd say try and get a mixture of in, of when you're praying of enjoying and asking, and what I've come to call sunbathing and banging on the door. So sunbathing, you you let's go back to you sitting in that room uh, in your five to ten minutes now. You just sit or kneel, just turn your attention to God, much like you would do towards the sun if you're sunbathing, and wait. Perhaps say something like, "Come, Lord Jesus, meet with me. Make me aware of your presence and love for me." And then just shut up. Just wait and look to him. Once you've done that for, say, three minutes, I really hope you're starting to experience God. But regardless, it's a good practice to start just by waiting on him and looking to him. I mean, personally, I usually begin to feel him at this point. And, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's beyond words. It's wonderful to experience God's presence. So sunbathing. Um, but we don't just do sunbathing. We also do ask for things, what I call banging on the door. So what do you want God to do? Start asking him to do it. If you need help with this, why not ask uh, there's a little structure for you. Ask for one thing for the world, one thing for your local community, and one thing for yourself or the people who you're close to. And there you go. That's your five, ten minutes of gone, probably. So make it your aim again to do it tomorrow. Um, someone I heard uh, once used to lead a lot of prayer meetings um, fairly regularly. He used to say at the end of each prayer meeting, he say to everybody who was there, he say, "You have made a difference. You have made a difference." And he's right. You know. I mean, you get out of our brains this idea that prayer is a waste of time or that nothing's going to happen or that God isn't going to meet with you. Um, you know, maybe you need to have a good look at your heart and your motives and how much time you're willing to give it. But if you genuinely want to meet with God, he will meet with you. That's not to say there won't be periods when it feels pretty quiet or whatever, but, but the overwhelming truth that God wants to say to us is if you seek me, you will find me when you seek me with all your heart, which is Jeremiah 29, 13. So I hope that's been helpful. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what Brims has got to say. Okay, so my answer, if somebody came to me and said, would you teach me how to pray? I'd probably laugh um, as though I'm some sort of expert that could teach somebody else how to do something that uh, probably every Christian finds difficult at different times in their lives. But Maybe I've got a few little bits I could share that have helped me. I'd want to encourage the person. Um, just that that's a great question to ask, a fantastic um, signal that the Lord's doing something in their life, that they're hungry. It's a desire to really try and press in on. And, yeah, the way I started, I remember when I was a teenager, maybe 15, 16 years old, I knew I wanted to pray, uh, but it just kind of felt so unnatural, sitting in a room, you know, speaking out loud, did that just bounce off the walls, uh, you get kind of filled with doubt and everything like that. And what I found helpful at that point was just to write out a prayer every day, maybe a paragraph, a couple of paragraphs. I just write out what I want to say. It was, it was almost like journaling, um, but directed to God. And that kind of got me flowing. And I was reading my Bible at that point as well and started getting into the Psalms. And whenever there was a prayer in the Bible um, that people prayed to God, I'd think, could I pray that myself? And quite often I'd start reading out loud um, some of the Psalms, some of the prayers. And that's one of the big, big keys, I think, that I'd encourage people to go with is to um, not attempt from the get-go trying to pray in silence in your head. I think that is just such a tough ask. And it's actually, I think I'm right in saying, never seen 
in the Bible. Um, the Bible always shows us people expressing themselves. It shows them doing that in a number of different ways, whether that's through music, whether that's through song, whether that's through speaking out loud, whether that's through lifting their hands. It always shows people, it could be muttering, groaning. It always shows people expressing something outside of their head. And I, I would really encourage you to do that. Um, song is a great way. There's so much great music and stuff like that available for free on YouTube or Spotify just to, you know, pick a couple of um, two, three, four, five, six of the songs that you like singing at church. Put those on. You might want to intersperse that with writing stuff out, reading a scripture. And before you know it, you know, you've gone 12, 15 minutes. You've, you've got outside your head. You've expressed something to God, and that is amazing. That's wonderful, and that's prayer. And and I encourage you, that's a really great way to do that. I encourage you to pitch up at a prayer meeting, and particularly a good prayer meeting where they're probably going to be doing similar stuff. You know, they're going to be using music, they're going to be using some form of of creative prayer. Go with something you're comfortable with, because you know we we learn to pray through praying, and particularly through praying with others. So if you can get there as well, and then obviously it'd be remiss not to mention the fact that this prayer was actually asked. Uh, sorry, this question, um, teach me to pray, was. Actually actually asked um, to somebody much much better qualified to answer and that was the context in which Jesus gave the Lord's Prayer and I'd encourage you the Lord's Prayer just to get into that to, to start to try and wrestle with that you know it's simple enough that a child can understand it and memorize it and pray it and it's complicated enough that people are still writing PhDs on it 2,000 years later and it's just brilliant to, to kind of get your priorities right um, to get a context to get a kind of framework for what prayer is within that prayer there's six seven eight different kinds of prayers you know you can focus on one each day or you can try and go through the whole thing every day but the lord's prayer is obviously the best answer ever given to the question of teach me how to pray if you want more resources, and I'd almost kind of discourage you from um, feeling like you need to be well resourced before you come to God in prayer, I'd encourage you that, you know, with a lot of these things, the best ways to do, the best ways to practice, the best ways to pray. And, you know, you'll start to see some things happen and you start to see some things change. But nevertheless, if you do want resources, um, you know, there are organisations out there that are praying literally 24-7-365. 24-7prayer.com, which came out of the south coast of England, has been going 15, 16 years now, and they do, um, like, hour slots in prayer rooms. They've got loads of resources on their website. Some of their Lent podcasts, um, both audio and video, have been absolutely brilliant to think about. uh, Just short little clips, two, three minutes, thinking about prayer. And then there's guys in the States as well. Um, IHOP in Kansas City there, they gather groups. There's a couple of thousand of them, I think. And they're praying 24-7, 365 and have done since the late 90s. Um, So coming up 20 years. So hopefully they've got a couple of (laughs) helpful things on how to pray. And some of the teaching on their website is brilliant. And you can actually live stream their prayer room. um, So you can kind of join in. That's another simple way. So get it out of your head, get going with it, learn from others, mix in a bit of music and get your head around the Lord's Prayer. I hope that's helpful for you.